0: welcome to the business reboot podcast we're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business
1: we know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose grow businesses that create impact and live the lives we work so hard for
0: sometimes all you need is a reboot to get
1: started hello friends and welcome back i'm corey and i'm a brand strategist specializing in brand photography for small business owners And I'm Melissa, a
0: confidence and business coach for female founders.
1: And together we are The Business Reboot. We are an education hub for entrepreneurs helping you refine your brand and generate more revenue by helping you create offers that make sense. We are going to dive into why creating engaging magnetic brands is so important. And you know, anytime that we are doing an episode about brands branding, all the things. My heart just like does a little pitter-patter. She's so
0: excited. She's just so Um, excited. Melissa's
1: like, you cannot help yourself. But it's just something that is it's just entrenched in my daily life. And I love it so much because I love helping business owners bring their brands to life. And what we're going to talk about today is how to make your brand magnetic. And so here's the thing. With AI and its onset, we actually talked about this um, a couple of podcast episodes ago. But how, you know how your brand um, may be the thing that sets you apart because with AI everyone can generate so much of the same thing content images and here's the th- funny thing about images Melissa and I were planning out this podcast episode and I told her I had just seen a tablescape picture on Instagram um, the girl I can't remember Mary Mary something is her is her first name but she is under the I um, the Instagram handle, Mrs. Southern Social, and how she created a tablescape. So she's an event like mm, they do an event rental company. And she does tablescapes and just really beautiful work. Well, she created a tablescape completely with AI. I blown oh, away. Man. Like she put it's in like the color. The of, yeah, she was like, Y'all, this <laughs> is inc- this is like incredible and scary and crazy, but also I'm intrigued by it. But she talked about how on one of her Instagram posts, she literally type into AI, like, I want these color flowers, these color napkins, this um, set of like dishes, these color glasses, the tablecloth should be this color. I want this in the background. And y'all literally, I don't know which AI software, program or software she was using, but it literally created that picture. And so she was like, while it's not perfect, It's just something that's interesting to know that's coming. And so what we are doing, Melissa and I, taking all of this information because we've used AI, um, we're going to actually be teaching some stuff about AI coming soon, but the way that you're gonna be able to set yourself apart from other people is creating that engaging and magnetic brand. Um, You know, it's gonna be how you go about calling your ideal people in and building a following that's always gonna outshine AI. AI is a great tool. We're not bad-mouthing AI, we use AI. But we want to make sure that you are standing out, you are drawing people in and you sound and look different than all of the other people out there because AI is really leveling that playing field a little bit. Um, So building this brand is also how people will connect with you and want to work with you time and time again.
0: Yeah, of course. And it's funny. First of all, Corey, I just need to tell you, we're looking at video of each other while we're recording. My hair is giving me, um people in the world, spice up your life. Like, I feel like <laughs> it's so loud right now. Just, I don't know how I got it like that, but... That's free. That's a free uh, visual for you. No, but especially is I'm listening to you talk and it's, we're talking about computer generated things and AI and saying magnetic. And um, there's a difference between being a magnet where you're literally stuck on somebody and they want to call the police, you know, police because you won't leave them alone. And um, like a romantic magnetic where you just want to be around that person all the time. And so What we're gonna kind of give you a couple of of ideas about today is how to create that brand that that people want to be a part of, right? That's gonna be the differentiation between what can be generated with a computer, um, with or without you being present, and uh, you know, showing front facing to people, or basically being able to translate your mind, your heart, your ability, your skills, your talents um, forward facing, so that they connect with you as an individual. And so we're gonna kind of walk through four different things that we think are really important for you to be able to set yourself apart and create that brand that people want to be a part of and that people want to, um, to just have a little piece of. So the first thing is going to be um, to utilize, whether it be in social media, whether it be in communication with your clients, maybe emails, hero pieces, that kind of stuff, any semblance of communication that you have with clients is to utilize storytelling, right? Share your journey. You're going to share your experiences, share the challenges. I have one client. I'm going to say hello, Betsy, because I love your face on this episode. And Betsy and I talk so much about how the podcast, the stories, the the posts, the, um, just communication in general that she really gleans the most from is when people share real genuine and relatable ways that they fail. So telling people about those challenges, because all we ever see, especially in an online space, if you have a business that is run online, you are so inundated with all the wins from everybody else that one, it makes it really hard for you to see your own wins. And I say this to you as transparently as possible with the pot calling kettle black, because Corey and I literally sat down before this podcast. and We were like, what did we do? That was good this week. What did we do? (laughs) (laughs) Because we were like, we can't, sometimes we can't even see what we've done or how we are helping our clients. And then our clients will tell us things that be like, this was so great. You did this, this, and this. And we look at each other and we're like, I guess we really did do something that was good. (laughs) Like we, you just, you forget because you're so inundated with, this is how great I am. And so it, it gets really like funky and hard. So people are going to connect with your stories. Um, you know, you guys know that we um, absolutely love Donald Miller and he has story brand and he is just My a master favorite. telling stories. It is so good, but he talks a lot about using personal narrative to humanize your brand. You know, one thing that's really funny is that long before Donald Miller was a business coach and an author and like master at business. I followed him when he was just a Christian author, like writing stories about, you know, um, crossing the country in like a VW van. And I have the craziest, wildest story about him. You really, you really him. do? I, I will. I'll have to tell it one day. It is the wildest thing. I promise I'm not a crazy person, but Donald I'm a <laughs> I'm going
1: to break it out. She stalked him. I just, that's a story. I did not. Like, like, I did yes, not. You did. Yes, you did. But
0: we didn't get married because he was wearing pleated pants. That was a different <laughs> story. It's fine. It's fine. We'll talk about that another day. If you want that information, you should email us. Oh, <laughs> okay.
1: She did. But she did, meet, did. You did meet him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I went. I flew across the country. It was It was a wild ride. Um, <laughs> everybody should live to be 21 one time, is all I'm saying. <laughs> but, but here's the deal is that thinking about his story and the way that he has transitioned his life into business, um, it will make me and any person who'd ever known him as a Christian author and how he wrote and how he spoke about life. And he told stories like you automatically just want to follow through to the next thing. Uh, Like we talk about this all the time, elongating client journeys. And for me, I've always said I am the entrepreneur that could sell pickles on the side of the sidewalk and people would come by them. They would be the same people who've bought every offer that I've ever had because they know me and they trust me. And so, you know, highlighting pivotal moments, Telling about lessons learned and how they shaped your business philosophy, that's huge. Being authentic, that's going to create a really strong emotional connection with your audience and then make them more likely to choose your service. Um, Corey loves a good statistic. And so she went to Stackla and found some good ones. But 88% of consumers, 88% of consumers say that authenticity is a key factor when deciding what brands they want to support. So being true to who you are and telling that authentic story is going to bring you customers and keep them there and make you this brand that people want to be a part of.
1: Well, can I say that's a really great reminder. And what you said about, you know, along that client journey and having people work with you in multiple ways over the years as your brand evolves. I have this quick story. I was in Walmart <laughs> uh, buying groceries the, the other day and literally one of my senior moms, I Well, actually I taught with her. We were in the same school district and she was at another school. I was at my school. And so we knew each other from that and then and became friends. And then um I did both of her kiddos or two of her kiddos' senior portraits and she literally stopped me in Walmart and was like, Hey, by the way, I need some um headshots. (laughs) Like I've switched companies, she's left the school system, she switched companies, and she was like, I need some headshots. And so, you know, even though I'm not seeing shooting seniors anymore and she doesn't have a senior, she has still been watching my authentic storytelling of how how I help professionals and how I help business owners or people in business. Um, and we just talked about real quick like, hey, listen, it's actually more than a headshot. We're going to do this, this, and this. And she was like, okay, I am shook standing here in the freezer aisle of Walmart because I didn't realize it was going to be like that impactful. And yes, I need all those things. So sign me up, send me the email. Um, I need a book for February. So it's that kind of authentic storytelling and being you and sharing your journey and the experiences along the way that literally she will now have been a client of mine for gosh eight years, seven, eight years. So please know authenticity is, is key. Um, so the next thing that we want to point out is consistent visual branding. You know, that I was like, give me this one because the imagery, uh, tells so many stories, establishing a cohesive and visually appealing brand identity across all of your platforms is so imperative to the success of your brand and to create that magnetic, um, pull and feel. And here's the thing, guys, this includes your logo, your color scheme, your typography, your imagery. A lot of times when we talk about branding, people are like, oh, it's my logo and my colors and my fonts. Guys, it goes way beyond that. My stationery. Exactly. Can I
0: tell you, a stationery, when you're just a random business owner, instead of like, you know, someone that actually needs to send out letters to... it is the biggest waste of time but for some reason when and i was money. a young entrepreneur i was like ooh i need that i need a i need paper with my logo on it i need envelopes with my i ain't sent nothing in an envelope in about 51 <laughs> years is what i'm saying to you i'm like i have yeah. done i don't understand but we really you know what we we, the stationary business had a hook on us is what I mean, it is. for, for
1: real, there was, there was a season, there was a season. Um, so this imagery is something that I actually think, and we have a couple more stats in here that will show you the power of imagery, but I think it's very important. And, and just how you show up too one, our dear friend, Jessica Rastel, if you don't know, Jessica, she's just amazing. Um, she is a great example of this consistency across her brand and telling the story. Her brand color is purple um and she is known for it in fact she had purple hair for quite a quite a long season um but you will see it all over her branding her wardrobe when she's speaking um it is all woven all throughout and she is just really great at building consistency um and that consistency builds recognition it builds trust and it also you know, breeds a level of professionalism that will help you rise above the competition at times. Um, But also we really want to ensure that your brand visuals align with the values and the personality that you want your brand to convey. So here's another stat for you. I I loved this one. I was like, we got to put this one in there. Did you know that 55% of brand first impressions are visual? Visuals, because our brains process them like 60,000 times faster than text, an image will always hook um, somebody who's viewing your content or viewing your brand at all, it will always hook them faster. So it's, it's crazy. Um, but it all has to make sense. All of the branding components, the branding suite, the branding assets, they all have to cohesively go together because that's what will call people in. And this is what right. will make your brand memorable, easily identifiable, and leading to that, inc- that increased client trust and loyalty.
0: Right, because you have to have the, like, you can't, magnets don't work if nobody trusts you. It will be, right. you know, you got two, what is it, two positive sides and they repel each other. Like, yes. people have to, they have to trust you, right?
1: Right, um, Well, and, 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 and like, you can't, yeah. here's the other thing, too. Like, you cannot sell bright, a bright and bubbly personality if your images convey, like, a dark and moody or gloomy thought or vibe or, like, super hard editorial looks That doesn't convey bright and bubbly. So you really want to make sure when you're planning out your content, your colors, your whole brand suite, that it all goes together.
0: Right. 100%. Okay. This is is another, I was trying to figure out a catchy word, but I'm going to be honest, I'm chasing a net around my microphone. So I got a little distracted. (laughs) So I forgot what I was going to say, but here we are. Okay. Thought, leadership, and expertise. Position yourself as an expert in your field by constantly sharing valuable insights tips knowledge any of that okay but utilize what you're currently um what you what you currently have available things like your blogs your social media webinars maybe it's podcasts any long form content just showcase your expertise using all of these different platforms to constantly repeat, you're going to be real repetitive, uh, you know, creating your content, but that kind of content is going to be king, okay, it's going to establish credibility, and position your brand as like the go to resource in your industry. So you can engage with your community by addressing common pain points or frequently asked questions, demonstrating like really what you're doing is you're just demonstrating your commitment to provide value when you ask for their input. And then, excuse me, another thing to do is not just to combat pain points too but joy points. I know that sounds really kind of like confusing. But I think that when when people are leaders, um you know, they are they are taking charge and they're not they're not being followers. Followers require Direction all the time. They want to um, know that they've got backup plans to keep themselves safe. Whereas leaders are going to be charging ahead, right? They are standing up and they're making themselves known as experts. Well, when we know that people, especially, I'm just thinking of general marketing, when we know people uh, that we solve people's problems from pain points, are you tired of always being tired? Are you, you know, tired of your back hurting when you sleep? You should get blah blah blah. But but we don't ever think that, uh, the like sadder emotions will sell as much as like the happy emotions. But I'm telling you, like, if you could be a leader that also can sell from those joy points, it will change the game. Okay. So how would you like to wake up feeling refreshed and excited for your day? See, I'm like much more positive that is than just like, are you tired of sleeping like crap and your back always hurts and you got bags (laughs) under your eyes? Like, it just, it's kind of like painting this picture. So making sure again, like Corey said, with your visuals, that it all lines up, but knowing that like your leadership and your expertise uh, is going to be a huge thing that will draw people to you. Um, Because we don't want to know, like, here's kind of the caveat that uh, we don't have written here. But the caveat is that be the leader, be the, the magnetic leader and the expert, but do it in a way that's really like, Uh, customer driven, where you're not just trying to be the expert to be the expert. Let me tell you, those people are the worst to be in the room with. Like I ain't nothing I like worse. I mean, less than, than somebody who um, is just trying to, to remind you over and over and over and over and over again that they're, they're the expert. But when you're chasing people's joy points, instead of just their pain points, you're looking for ways to make their life better. And that is how people are going to connect with your brand in a way that they want more of, right? It's kind of like, I don't know... you take, um, let's take Aerie, for instance, I'll just use them because I love their offline pants. Well, you know, if you're looking at, you know, if you're looking at yoga pants, and they make you feel really good. And they're really buttery soft, you start telling people who you want to share that brand with all the really positive things about them, right. And that's really what we need to do when we're showing up and being a leader is looking at things not just not just from pain points, but also like getting their input sharing these joy points and then showing, you know, that we we really just want to provide value because that's going to make people trust us. And in case we haven't made it abundantly clear in the last three points, the trust is like key to making sure that our brand is magnetic.
1: I love that, Melissa. And, you know, talking about um, joy points, uh, there's a billboard in our area and it is just a kid like laying on a bed and like it's a close-up and he his head's on a pillow and the um t- like the caption on it is sleep like a kid again and that was like because oh, uh, it. It, it's a, instead of saying like "is your back hurt are you sleeping like crap blah blah, blah 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 like we can solve those problems no it's like sleep like a kid again like you just can fall into bed and like just fall asleep although if you've ever had a kid who doesn't sleep well uh it might not it hit it might not hit, it might not hit the same, but it's just and every time we drive by, it comes like we really need a new mattress. And I'm like, well, you know what? Their marketing is working because you say it every single time we drive by. So it is definitely a joy point uh, in marketing. Okay, so our very last point is interactive and engaging content. You want to make sure that you're creating content that encourages your community um, to interact and to engage. We all know the importance of that, especially on social media. You can use polls. You can use quizzes. You can use live videos or even like a QA and a session to involve your community actively. Um, you want to foster a sense of community by responding to comments and messages promptly. We all know that the, you know overarching looming um, presence of the algorithm or what people say is the mm-hmm. algorithm. It, it, you really teach it um, that you are engaging with your community whenever you make sure that you are responding to comments, liking, um, following, responding to messages. That's Melissa is very, very good at being in the DMs and having those conversations with people. Um, So this not only builds like a loyal following, but it also increases the likelihood of word of mouth referrals. And we have heard that from people time and time again. Um, Hey, you're really real people. Like you really responded to me in the DMs. We were like, well, of course we did. Of course we did. You're like, but everybody doesn't. And that just, oh. We're wait, not that rich people. yet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stop. <laughs> like, that just hurts my heart. Like, what do you that mean? so like, sad. It, we're not bots. Like, we are actually in there. We, we, we are the ones answering um, your messages and responding to you. But when you create engaging content, it actually boosts your brand visibility. And it will attract those clients who connect with your messaging. And so, you know, that ultimately... You're going to be the perfect match to serve, and so creating that content that is very heart filled, um, and is solving a problem for other people and showing how you are that connector to problem solving, uh, is so so important.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay, so that's that's pretty much it. But here's the deal: like this, this is a process. Okay, it's a process, and um, it doesn't have to be like I feel like when we talk about brands and kind of the emotions and feelings that they evoke. We um, have the standard of brands that we know and that we like and we love. And I think it's really good for us to have those in our heads um, because even though you may not be as full scale or you may not be as large as some of the big box brands that you love, think about the things that are engaging and that, that are compelling to them. And you can absolutely mimic those in your own business. Um, you know, you want people to be drawn to you. And the and the only way for people to do that is to know you and and to know what you have is going to resonate with with ways that they need to be served. So really the truth is, is that you get to be the magnet. You get to be the magnet. No AI can touch that. Mm -hmm. No big box can touch that. It's not, and no bot can touch it. It's deeply personal. And so one of Corey and I's favorite movies is You've Got Mail. And if we're not all just Kathleen Kelly over here saying, (laughs) if it's not, I know you're wearing a little shop around the corner shirt right now. I oh know. I saw it all day, girl. But but Kathleen Kelly, you know, in, in the movie, Tom Hanks's character says, it's not personal, it's business. And she says, if it's supposed to be nothing, it's supposed to be personal. And I laugh because that is not what people say in business. There are just hard decisions and hard conversations you have to have as a business owner sometimes. And that's true, but it can still be done in a way that makes people want to be a part of what you're doing. and Absolutely. so that's it. That's what we've got for you today. We're so grateful that you joined us on today's episode. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot, or again, go to our website at thebusinessreboot.com. We will be back next week with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast.